0: One thing I noticed, Kevin, and this week's before the intro,
1: it was like three minutes I
0: know. before the music came in. I was like waiting for it to but hit. But
1: yeah, I didn't want to cut anything out.
0: Yeah, but I remember sometimes you would do the complete opposite, which was just like two seconds. Like, what's the intro gonna be? Oh, and yeah. And they'd be like, We haven't done that bit in a while. No, we haven't. <laughs> Something tells me we're doing it right now.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I, I wouldn't reveal that to Who, you
0: at the moment. Who's to say? But I was listening last time. I was like, is he going to cut it here? Is he going to cut it here? And it just kept going on and on and on. And I was like, is this the show now? It's a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: I I do like that. Maybe I'll just let it run this time and I'll just hit it at like minute 20.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And just like cold open. Three, two, one. Kevin.
1: What's up, buddy? Don't be lowering my expectations for White Lotus. And then <sighs> That's you, a good thing. No, no, you you cutting it. You're cutting it down. So what do you mean? Now tonight, when I'm going to be watching? I'm going to be thinking, oh, this not. Alex said it was, you know, a little bit Blackluster? Yeah, a little lackluster. So we're just gonna we're gonna nip the White Lotus talk in the bud. Yeah, I did not get to watch White Lotus on Sunday night mm-hmm. because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was drunk and on Twitter. Um, talking mad shit to Kansas City Chiefs fans, Jeez. Um, which has got to be my favorite pastime. Man, I love football.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, just
1: such a fucking football head. Yeah, I, I am yeah. a pretty big football head. I will, I will have to say, I was going off. I, I was, I was yelling at the bar. It was great. At
0: when you, oh, physically at the bar. Yeah,
1: physically at the bar. I was Where, yelling um, at people. No, no, just like at the TV. Let's go. Let's go. When our linebacker Pratt stripped Travis Kelsey in the fourth quarter, that was fucking crazy.
0: I was going ham. Sick win. Must be nice having a winning team, Kevin. My team, uh, we lost Jacob Degrom. uh, The Knicks. We got a big win over the Cavs at home.
1: The Cavs are good. We suck. Hey. At Um, least you live in
0: the best city in the The, world. It's true. I have that. Um, You know, Kevin's got the, the the Bengals, and it's it's been you know fucking you know super bowl last year kind of four wins in a row you got something to be excited about which i'm jealous of cuz right now hey, you guys are still in the hunt though i'm i'm searching for something i guess my thing is design vacation branding <laughs> branding <laughs> um yeah man world cup it's like you know the oh, usa like yeah. um, homer simpson meme you know walks mm. out like usa usa right back in yeah Immediately going back to not giving a shit about Tiger.
1: Yeah, I will say that I am so fucking cold on my gambling streak right now. I have not won a bet in forever. And I'm not betting. on. I haven't bet on the Bengals in a while uh, for that specific reason. Because I feel like every time, every bet I've sowed in the past month is just, just not hit. I was throwing money on the underdogs this weekend. As you might remember last week, I said I threw. I had five on.
0: Yeah, yeah, big bets. I had
1: five on Iran. Yeah. Lost that and then i switched it up and then put 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 5 on the us mm. against uh netherlands and yeah. you know that didn't hit then i took i think i, I took japan and south korea cause oh my God. the plus numbers are crazy those didn't hit. I took
0: Australia because that number was crazy. That didn't hit. You know what people love on our design podcast is when we talk about sports. Not even just talking about sports. Talking about your specific gambling. Yeah, when I gamble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kevin's <laughs> gambling, on, uh, which is hilarious. But, I mean, I guess we have a lot of international listeners, so I imagine they care about World Cup more than I do.
1: Yeah, we're, I'm just trying to get a DraftKings sponsorship. sponsorship.
0: Yeah, I mean, gamble responsibly out there. You know, sort of and, yeah. uh, pick DraftKings if you are to, uh, you know, sort of uh, put in any bets this weekend. Um, I think... The thing that was funny about the soccer match, and not that we need to go much longer about World Cup because it's over, it's dead, gone. Yeah, I thought it was really funny when there was like two minutes of excitement when 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 we saw scored that goal, and because we were down two nothing. Yeah, and it was like, oh. did you watch? I watched. Yeah. yeah, no, same. It was like, man, we suck. Mm-hmm. We're 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 being completely outclassed in this yeah. game. Then we scored a goal and it was like USA is right back in it yeah. and then immediately they scored another oh, goal yeah. <laughs> it was i don't know what, it was i like... don't know a ton
1: about soccer <laughs> but, but um it... they were running some really good sets <laughs> yeah, apparently they looked um, way better than us yeah i mean they were just really yeah they were gashing us and you know putting <laughs> putting it up in the mixer and you know getting goals <laughs> and shit yeah, it looked like the dream Argo, Argo was pretty sick, though. No, it was. No, it, that, was. Uh,
0: it was good. I think it was an accident. Yeah, no, it definitely was. Um, God did that. Yeah, yeah, God did. Um, yeah, no, it was pretty hilarious that we looked like we were playing a completely different sport than they yeah. were playing. Yeah, is not getting those beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, uh, yeah, it was, it, it just was so funny because really, yeah, like you could feel the anticipation and the yeah. excitement that lasted 30 seconds before they just like, oh, we're only down we were only up by one goal let's well, let's 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 real quickly put this one in the back of the net silver lining
1: is uh they say the team's young and I most think, of
0: that team should be back in
1: 2020 20, yeah six yeah they're
0: all kids so they'll be back uh, i think to lose again
1: we'll see <laughs> they need they need some offensive uh
0: they Ke- need a Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Yeah, they need they need guys. Yeah, they need some dudes. They don't got any dudes. Um, I will say, Kevin, as someone who has lived through this uh, World Cup, uh, you know, just a bit longer than you have because I'm older than you. Yeah. I feel like every four years, there's like a certain level of enthusiasm, and they're like, it's it's not now's not our time. It's always four years away. It's always the next one. Okay,
1: but I do think that
0: they, from the things I've been oh, hearing people oh, <laughs> say, <yeah>. sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> fool me once, yeah. you know, sort of, uh, you know, shame on you. But shame, you know, fool me seven times. It's always... Hey, well, I mean, at least they moved on, you know. It's four years.
1: It's four, It's always four years away. They went to the round of 16, so that's pretty cool.
0: Kevin, are um, we're going to move on. Yeah, sure. Kevin, are you going to make a series of AI portraits of yourself? You know... Because that's what everyone is doing.
1: I'm not. I've seen a lot of people do it, and uh, some of them are cool, I guess. Um, you... You said people were paying for these?
0: Yeah, that was some yeah. of them. And <laughs> that was something I found out online. Um, I, I I started seeing everybody posting mm-hmm. their uh, you know AI portraits, and I gotta say, they look pretty sick, especially like the anime ones. Yeah, where they like, turn you into a superhero or some shit. Yeah, it's pretty sick. I was like, oh man, like this is kind of cool. Like you know, people love themselves. Mm-hmm. Spotify unwrapped. We didn't talk about that, but that's like oh yeah, shit. That's like the biggest like moment of narcissism of the year. It's like. I gotta show everyone my musical tastes and uh show them who my favorite artists are. I don't know. I wouldn't call that a moment
1: of I mean, we live in like an incredibly like narcissistic society.
0: So to single out that one moment of of Spotify is, you know. No, like, I think sorry, we live in a narcissistic world, people care about themselves. There's nothing really wrong with that. It's just Spotify has tapped into that. Oh, for sure. And they it's 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 not the only moment of it, but it's like it's it's using Data to help people talk about themselves. Yeah. Which I think is brilliant. Yeah. My brother in Christ, it's your data. Yeah. I mean, listen, I've said this. I've been on record that, like, I think more companies should do this. I want to see, like, my Netflix year in review. I want to mm-hmm. see, like, my Google search review. Like, I want to see more stuff about me. And so it feels like the AI portrait thing is like, this is perfect because it's like uh, augmented, you know, sort of reality or yeah. uh, like I- imaging, but it's still portraits of yourself yeah it's, i know
1: uh some people are mad because they draw portraits of people for money and yeah they say this
0: is cutting into their, really? into their business so. yeah i mean that's the thing that people are starting you know saying are uh, they're coming to take our jobs you know the, uh, yeah. the robots and i will say there are people out there that like are illustrators that make work that look similar to this and uh they probably are very nervous right now yeah i i don't know probably but um, yeah I mean, pretty damn good illustrations, going yeah I mean on they're kind of sick, so I
1: will say that uh, if you're paying for them, you're kind- con- it's kind of lame,
0: yeah, that was a, I didn't know that people were paying for them, and then i on someone on twitter i don't I should give them credit, but they wrote like, wait a minute like. You guys are paying for these AI portraits, yeah. and I was like, I didn't know that. I thought huh. that I thought it was just some place where you give up your like, uh, you know, your your um your firstborn child, like your identity, your, data. your bank account, yeah. and like all those other things to some random uh, app overseas, and they uh, give you back five portraits of yourself. Huh. But apparently, you have to pay like five bucks or some shit. Huh. Yeah, but I will say they look pretty sick. I mean, I get why people are doing it. Cause don't Uh-oh. you want to see yourself as a superhero? now Robot? Not really. Anime character? No. No. I'm gonna do one just for you, Kevin.
1: Don't do not feed my image to, to the robots,
0: to monsters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to see what Kevin would look like if he was uh, in outer space. You or don't don't feed the gnomes. Dude. I mean, there is a little bit of like every time you put your data and information into the apps, like yeah, you don't know what the hell's Lenza. Lenza. That's the company. <laughs> what a good name. Lenza. I mean it's it's the the it's the hottest thing in the streets. Lenza. Lenza. Jeez. It's the hottest thing since pink sauce. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um well, actually, we should talk about pink cuz it's the color of the year, Pantone color of the year. Yes. Yeah. We are a design podcast, so that would be big breaking news for yeah, us. yeah, that's um it's that time of year again. Yeah, no, it's uh you know, it's our Super Bowl. Yeah. We just Kevin and I are up the night before thinking about what's going to be the Pantone Co of the year, going back and forth, yeah. you know, yeah, predictions. I'm a little uh, little upset
1: with DraftKings because you, oh, yeah. you can't bet on it. I was going to
0: say, how much did he put on um, Viva Magenta? <laughs> uh, I didn't see it coming. Yeah. Um, I thought it was going to be um, green or red or yellow. But... I mean, it, it is kind of red. Um, Kevin, it's Viva Magenta. That's not red. Well, um, I mean, some of the applications
1: – the color looks different in every single application. Also, it's um, from the red
0: family, Kevin.
1: It's not. I don't know. I mean, it's red. It's red to me. I'm not a. You know. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm not a designer, so um, yeah, I, I don't have these. I don't really care as much about these niche color specifications. Yeah, um, but it, it looks red to me in, in some of the in some of the pictures.
0: Yeah, I mean, professional opinion. It's they do be looking kind of red. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say, Kevin and I have talked about how two things we've we've covered the Pantone Color of the Year a couple a couple of years on this podcast. I just one, just I guess one. We have we have to pay respect to to Pantone finding a way to make themselves relevant once a year, which you know, like in the same way Spotify does Unwrapped, like yeah. the same way Coca Cola owns Christmas. Like you, you can do whatever you know, you can mm. make a moment for your brand. It doesn't, yeah, you know, every December. And so the fact that Pantone decided that they were going to make a color of the year. I don't know how long they've been doing this, but feels fairly recent within the last like 10 years maybe. And yeah, I
1: I, try, I looked it up and I forget what I I forget what
0: it said. So, uh, let's see.
1: Less than uh, 10, maybe 10 years. 10 yeah. years sounds about right.
0: It feels like a relatively new thing that they've been doing. And I got to say, it's a fucking genius idea. You know what I mean? Like they are it's basically getting everyone in the world to care about Pantones. I wouldn't
1: say everybody in the world, but um, mm. yeah, I'd say a select niche of yeah. people who know what Pantones are.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, like I think it's I think it becomes international news and uh, is it international news? I definitely think so. Yeah, for sure. What did, did fucking George Stephanopoulos cover it? I mean, I think people are like I think it's one of those weird niche stories that like yeah, it gets a lot of press. I don't know. I don't think anyone yeah. who's not like Smithsonian, CBS, yeah, people on this is everywhere. Fast okay. Company, Today Show. It's it becomes like fodder for twenty five to thirty minutes every year. I will say
1: I want a more cynical color of the year. Maybe maybe that's what maybe that's what this podcast can service. Like last year I said the world is burning orange or red. Yeah. Um, just for fire. You know, we were talking with uh, Bill and Rudy hmm. in the dial chat. chat, yeah. and one of them suggested uh, Apocalypse Black, which
0: I thought was really nice. <laughs> yeah, but they as a brand, they're not going to go out there. And oh like, no, do I'm some talking somebody shit. else. Somebody else should do it. Well, Kevin also, as part of their Pantone Color of the Year, they're doing a live color experience, which is a partnership with Market House. Tickets cost thirty dollars. It's going to be in New York and Washington D.C. and basically it's cool. a it's a trippy exhibit, damn. Um, that you're going to be submerged in uh, Viva Magenta, and, damn. You uh, should totally do some
1: drugs and go to that.
0: Yeah, Pantho's moving into experiential, um, you know, sort of in keeping with the time. So they're going to do a museum. People quote: "People love color of the year, and the only way you can maintain that mass interest is by continuing to focus on the core audience." Wow, that is a that is a quote. Um, one of my favorite things about Pantho Color of the Year is the bullshit. Yeah, the um the wordsmithing. What's if called you will. strategy? The strategy and the uh, sort of post-rationalization con- concepts, yeah. of of why this is the color of the year. I don't think this is post-rationalizing. I feel like this is wholehearted. Like, mm-hmm.
1: th- I think this is a pretty pure, yeah, um, con- conceptual pro- process they yeah Those put l- themselves through every year to decide this. And I do actually think this thinking is probably actually
0: what they think so okay you. I wouldn't for, put it past them you ready for me to read it absolutely we got Lori Pressman who's the vice president of the Pantone Color Institute she really cooks this shit up she is the Steph Curry yeah of 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 of, of bullshit yeah you ready for it quote the last few years were transformative in many ways in terms of people's sense of self and the way well-being priorities and identity are being thought about as a result Space has been created where we are free to explore and be accepted for exactly who we feel we are, whether it be a cybernetic universe, a conventional space, or a magical blend of both. We are creating a dynamic world that encourages experimentation, one that leverages the virtual within the physical realm and emboldens our strength and spirit to explore groundbreaking possibilities. Wow. What does that mean,
1: We live in a society. Yeah. Quote,
0: as virtual worlds become a more prominent part of our daily lives, we look to draw inspiration from nature and what is real. Pantone 18-1750 Viva Magenta descends from the red family and is inspired by the red of cochineal, one of the most precious dyes belonging to the natural dye family, as well as one of the strongest and brightest the world has known Rooted in the primordial, Pantone 18-1750, viva Magenta, reconnects us to the original matter, invoking the forces of nature. It galvanizes our spirit, helping us to build our inner strength. Wow. Wow. That's so sick. Yeah. So um, if you haven't seen the sort of images, because they to, to share the color, they don't just pick the Pantone chip and put it on the website. They create a whole bunch of images. Yeah, they do it up and um to basically describe what um what those paragraphs that i just read mean it basically means uh it's the color of the
1: metaverse yeah the official color of the metaverse yeah
0: so that's kind of how they're selling this and um yeah they're kind of rebranding pink as you know kind of a way from uh anything related to Barbie or Glossier or yeah. salmon or, you know, anything it's been known for in the past and really just pushing it well into the metaverse. And um New York Times, I think they, they hit it perfectly. So I don't I'm not gonna try to pontificate about yeah. Go ahead. New York Times. Say hello to Viva Magenta, the color no one asked for, coming to a world where no one lives. <laughs> that is Chef's kiss. Yeah, just drop the mic. I don't even need to read the whole New York Times article. No, that's that's, that's great. That's, that's all you need to know.
1: Yeah, I mean that's kind of a layup. Um, yeah, but I appreciate them taking it. Mm-hmm. Somebody had to do it. Yeah, and I'm glad it could be a big uh, media public media conglomerate.
0: Yeah, the failing New York Times. You know, they uh, <laughs> they, they they fail so often, but with yeah. that headline, they nailed it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know they were known for headlines
1: usually it's the new york post You has got the good headlines yeah
0: that's actually a sub headline um oh, okay. the headline was actually pantone's color the year was made for the metaverse but um yeah. uh, that's a good that's a good setup i
1: like what they did there yeah they had so, had you yeah draw you in with a little uh you know positivity and then they yeah. hit you over the head with some snark yeah a one snarky yeah it's good i don't know this is a, i like the color it's
0: cool <laughs> official yeah, yeah. Someone called it the Magentaverse, Which, sure. Yeah, good. Yeah, we like that. Yeah. So AI is here. It's making portraits, and uh, apparently, um, some it's, of them it's are, magenta. It's, it's pink. So yeah,
1: AI, AI is pink. So. Yeah,
0: pretty, pretty fucking big news. I know that all of the designs we're working on in the studio, just boom, boom make them pink.
1: It's a immediate addition. Yeah. To any color palette
0: now. Yeah, gotta go with pink. Um, it's funny actually. The day this came out, we were presenting a pink brand system for a brand that I won't talk about. Oh yeah, we were, and we didn't even talk about it. Yeah, we were wow. like, oh, maybe we should put it in because like that would be maybe a good way to be like the color. It wasn't as vibrant, you know. No. Um, speaking of vibrant, pink sauce, the TikTok trend that uh, swept the world by uh, took the world by storm, mm-hmm. uh, is getting a release, a nationwide release with the good people over at Dave's. Dave's is known for making some incredibly hot sauces. Mm-hmm. Insanity sauce. If you're not familiar, Kevin, it will fucking ruin your day. Great. Yep. And so Chef P, P yeah, I I, who got famous from TikTok for the uh pink sauce. I think we talked about this back. In I think the day. we did. Basically, it was like this like this uh squeeze bottle and the sauce was like bright pink. Like mm-hmm pepto bismol like yeah it was a cool saturated yeah. to the
1: nines
0: and uh do you and, think
1: that had any influence in <laughs> which, uh, the well, color of the year
0: it should have yeah they should yeah. have just been like did you see that tiktok video with that chef with the pink sauce <laughs> um but i think it the color was so vibrant that it was like um it it was so unnatural mm-hmm. but it was so incredible that like it was it was almost like you had just turned the saturation yeah. like, just all the way up in photoshop on a sauce and I will say also because it wasn't just like a sauce that was appear, appearing on like wings or fries or anything like that. It was packaged yeah. in a pre-packaged bottle that said pink in yeah. giant letters. Did You you like that package design? Yeah, I like the old package design.
1: Yeah, I thought the old one was
0: pretty good. Yeah, and I think so. So what happened is when viral over the summer, it was kind of this like buzzy thing, pink yeah. sauce, what's in it? Everyone wants to know just because it looks so yeah, crazy. There's a
1: level of intrigue. Yes. And then- Chef P scaled it a little bit and started selling it on her website. Okay. And then the intrigue quickly went to people being upset and like because of the condition the sauce was arriving in, like uh. unrefrigerated, no ingredients list. Mm. That people were like speculating, like, <clears throat> am I, I going to get sick from this? What's even in here?
0: Um, tricky, tricky.
1: Yeah. And is this shelf stable? Like, I don't know. It's tough to scale like f- with food, just because like I'm sure like that pink sauce. Like if I had that at somebody's house, I'd be like, "Oh, this is this is cool. Like this is this looks great. This tastes great on chicken or whatever the fuck you want to put it on." Mm-hmm. And then it's a whole another thing to scale that up and like offer it, you know, shipped nationwide. That, yeah, it's just like. Kind of a logistics nightmare, you especially a- for like a home chef making a sauce they probably started off by just sharing with their friends, and I guess maybe people who eat at their restaurant,
0: yeah, they need a co packer, yeah, which is where Dave's come in and they're just like, Hey, you want to like make this an operation that actually can be delivered yeah, um, I do like the idea of like a viral sauce. Like I like the idea that like just like a sauce could go viral, yeah. like in the same way like a song could go viral, like, yeah. a video goes viral. It's like it
1: did go viral, viral for the wrong reasons.
0: Oh, Okay, do you want to With get the, into like those? the negative, like what I just said? Oh. It was kind of like the
1: negative, like people were like,
0: "This shit is fucking sketchy." Yeah, this shit is sketchy. Yep, be uh, be wary of it. Like, well, I think that's part of the intrigue of it too. It's like you know, there's sauces that you're known like, believe it or not, like putting a red sauce or yellow sauce or green sauce on your fries, or white sauce, Mm -hmm. those are all acceptable. But pink? Hold the horses. I mean, pink, it looks sick. It it looked crazy. So I think I was intrigued by it. I think I can understand people getting a little sketched out with a sort of random sauce that gets delivered from the internet. So they they, they partnered up with Dave's Gourmet, which actually does make sauces. mm -hmm. And so now they're actually selling it. But here's the problem. All the intrigue is gone. They, got, they they changed the packaging. They put it mm-hmm. in just like a regular Dave's bottle. It doesn't have the squeeze bottle thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the yellow top, which, you know, the Iconic. original packaging had like this bright yellow packaging and then a yellow top. And so they've completely gotten rid of that. Mm-hmm. And then the pink sauce itself like, is now kind of like it, the, the, the vibrancy has been toned down. Yeah, it looks orange. It looks kind of like an orangey pink dressing, which you can get all the time. Like, oh, for sure. There's plenty Easily. of dressings. And so uh, as as curious as I am to try this, it doesn't look like now I know what's in it. It's got dragon fu- fruit puree and, you know, sort of sugar and, you know, ranch flavor. And it just kind of feels like I'm getting like dragon fruit sauce, ranch sauce. Uh, heat level is low. Mm-hmm. And uh, they change the packaging. I think it's tough to lose the color
1: like that color was probably the main reason why it circulated and blew up like it did like it was a beautiful pink like, yeah such a that was the color of the year in my opinion that that first pink sauce color yeah that's the color of the year not not viva magenta it's a pink sauce pink yeah i would be open to trying this but i hope
0: they up the saturation of it yeah in the no future. they um they had one job and they uh fucked it up they, you know, it now, now,
1: now, come on. They're distributing it. They're, you know, sending out orders. It's, you know, it's a bona fide operation. They have the FDA in there. It's fine. Yeah.
0: We'll uh, we'll give it a go. It's $9. Food so safety can... is looking, you know, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Let's order it. Yeah.
0: Let's order it. See how it goes. Uh, speaking of dressing, Kevin, um, big story of the week here is that uh, Newman's Own. Uh, the famous brand known for its dressings and its uh, snacks and pasta sauces and its sauces. Charity. And, uh, charity has been given a modern upgrade brought to you by the good people at Turner Duckworth. So story comes from the dialine.com, the number one place for packaging and sustainability news. Go join uh, the millions of people that sort of are, are scrolling the Dye line at this very second. And mm-hmm. see what's going on. See what's popping. See what's up there. Enter your awards or your packaging into the Dialine Awards 2023. Um, it's all here. It's all here. It's the best website in the world. So go check it out. Yeah, go s-
1: check it out before you listen to the podcast and maybe read the topics we're going to mm-hmm. talk about. And then you can uh, yeah. you can talk over us while you're listening. And pretend like you're smarter than us.
0: That's true. That's what everyone. That's what everyone does while they listen to podcasts. Yeah. So um, yeah, Newman's Own got to rebrand. And I have to say, personal story um, here. Last month, I was at the grocery store. Mm. I was looking for. I was making like a Greek salad. Yeah. And I was looking for like a a, a dressing. And I went to the I went to the dressing uh, sort of uh, aisle, and Newman's just just jumped right off the, the 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 shelf. Old Newman's or new Newman's? Old Newman's. Okay. And I was kind of like, this is like part of my childhood memories of like peppercorn ranch or like some dressing that like I used to have as a kid. That I, I used to put on that, wings. That I used to put on like salads and and all sorts of things. Definitely not wings. But, um, <laughs> and I was like, you know, Newman, you know, this brand has been around for so long and mm-hmm. I just trust it. And I think it's probably because of you know my whole life having that dressing on my on my dinner table and just like in one of those weird moments i haven't really considered the packaging much mm-hmm. but i i did cuz i was like taking a look at it i was like man this looks particularly dated mm-hmm. like it just felt like a brand that hadn't been touched in a while and no less than maybe like 2 weeks later I see the story pop up on on the dial on. I'm the, like, is that the Mandela effect? It, I think it is. It is a Berenstein Bears. Berenstein Bears. You know, objects in the mirror appear closer than than they yeah, appear. Absolutely. I was like, wait a minute. I was just thinking about this brand, and thinking about like what I would do or what what needed to be done because mm-hmm. I think they needed to update this brand. Yeah, like it just felt like it was ready for its next chapter. And it started to look particularly dated. Yeah, sure. Amongst the wall of more modern design. And so when I saw a turn where that had done with it, Kevin, you're never going to believe this. Did Hold on.
1: Yep. Do you think they could have pushed it further or done
0: more? I think they got a lot of things right. Okay. I think they got... But? I think they took the opportunity to... Um, you got to keep Newman in yeah. the center. You know he is—he's the face of this brand.
1: Yeah, they uh, named it after him. Yeah, or it's he he Newman's that, brand. He named it after himself, maybe.
0: Talk yeah. about narcissism. Yeah, Newman's own. Yeah, whose brand? Newman's. Um, they—they they brought a whole lot more color to this brand. Mm-hmm. It's a brand that's particularly been known for its kind of like silvery or really just like a gold sort of label there's just a lot of stuff that just like from a design perspective just just wasn't really working it just it just felt like it was um, yeah just felt like it was it was kind of dated it just felt like it was it was it was it just didn't fit in today's new modern world and just didn't look that appetizing like it didn't sell the products in any way great way and I think one of the things that they did on each package though that I do particularly love is that Newman Sort of took on the identity of each project. So, like on a ranch bottle, he had a cowboy hat. Ah, because he's because ranch because he's a rancher. Yeah, and on uh, you know sort Are they of they still doing that or on is, balsamic that vinaigrette, he had like sort of like a he had like a more of a sort of a, a cape because he was it was more elevated, I guess. And um, for like uh, other things like. Honey mustard. He had a beekeeper suit on. Because of honey, honey. yeah. Um, And they they found a way to kind of like interpret Newman into each and every single product for the salsas. I'm sorry, is this old or new? This is all the old. Okay, okay. And for the new ones, there's one Newman to rule them all. Okay. And I think. They're losing a lot of the personality of the brand. Do you think maybe
1: people were getting confused and not recognizing Newman in a beekeeper's outfit or with a cowboy hat on? Do you think that they were like, who the fuck is this new man? <sighs> Do you think that's maybe they were like getting confused because they're like all these new men on the package? Like, I, I
0: see what you're doing here, Kevin. But the idea that <laughs> he was dressed up as Caesar with like, you know, kind of a, yeah. a, the the head. The head. I keys. mean, yeah, that rules. That's like for the, a Caesar salad. You're, you're is that problematic? You're,
1: no, you're painting the picture right now, and I immediately remember like this Caesar dressing. Yeah. Like he looks fucking awesome in that. Yeah. Dressed up as Caesar. Yeah. Like with the laurels and shit mm-hmm.
0: and the robe. That's uh that man's looking good. So I'm I, there's something that gives that brand a lot of character as your main man is kind of uh you know, he is personifying every culture mm-hmm. that these products come from. I recognize that as a tricky brand thing to continue. Yeah, in this
1: economy, for sure, that yeah. might be, it could run you into some yeah, appropriation problems. Yeah. problems. So, maybe did, did, that's not was he the wearing best. a sombrero
0: in, in the salsa, so he was wearing a sombrero in the salsa, but now I'm looking it up. It looks like they have moved away from that, probably in more recent years. So there's a version that's like the old one where he's got a sombrero and a mustache. Mm-hmm. then there's a new one where he's back to regular Newman, and then there's like a new one that's kind of he's a new he's a new man, yeah, and he's kind of more colored and there's like certainly more um they cleaned him up a bit. Mm-hmm. they kind of gave him a bit more
1: it yeah, gave him a little haircut
0: he got a haircut he kind of looks like he was creating one of those ai yeah. generators
1: to be yeah. honest i have an intrusive thought that i can't not say on the podcast go on Kevin. My platform. I, I knew this was coming <laughs> just go, just this motherfucker it. looks like jeffrey epstein he does look a lot like
0: jeffrey <laughs> epstein
1: <laughs> and which... i'm sorry to say it i'm sure he's doing great work and, yes um he's definitely probably not Mm-hmm. Epstein level. I'm I'm not gonna say for sure because I don't know. I don't I don't know for sure. <laughs> um, but I would I would go out on a limb and say Newman seems like a nice guy. And I hate to say this about him, but I can't not say it.
0: Yeah, he's donated over six hundred million dollars to charity. So in some ways, he is the opposite. The- well, that's what
1: Bill Gates said when he questioned about hanging out with the uh, yeah the 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 man we mentioned
0: previously. Yeah. So. <laughs> Here's what I have to stop and say. What other podcast are you getting yeah. design criticism? <laughs> and the thing that everyone is on everyone's mind is, yeah, how much does Newman I'm, look like Jeffrey Epstein? And that's why it's Front Center, the only the best podcast about design. Like, yeah, maybe that's
1: more of a case to throw the cowboy hat on him. <laughs> maybe give him a mustache. Yeah, it is a delicate line with the uh, cultural appropriation, appropriation stuff yeah, yeah. because, yeah. you know what was giving them character
0: could potentially seen as problematic. They are highlighting the fact that, so hundred percent of profits go to charity, which is mm-hmm. an insane, an insane thing to do. So on each package, it says Newman's own as Newman and says, let's give it all away. Yeah. So that's kind of a, you know, kind of a quote to sort of you know, to talk about sort of how, yeah, excellent tagline. I love this. Yeah. That let's give it all away. And so, one of my one of my beefs with this past? so so overall they've kind of simplified things. They have Newman's own and sort of like a sort of semicircular uh, serif. And um yeah, you could say it's 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 certainly um taken you know taken away some of the drop shadows and some of the gold and it's flattened it, it's brought colors, it's you know, kind of brought new colors, it's brought new illustrations, it's it's done all the modern moves to make it just a bit more. 2022 isn't that what turner duckworth is the best at but i think that's what like good at yeah no i think they've done a really great job here i think one of my beefs ready is when thinking about how this brand what its equities or it's what it's like iconic assets there's something about the shape of the label and the shape of the sort of silhouette of this Mm -hmm. the dressing that i think i would have maybe tried to own yeah a bit more like in the same way that like Coke has its silhouetted bottle, and like Heinz has that, like, that sort of Heinz y shape. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they call that thing. They have a name for it. They I do. Think we I, talked can't, about I can't it remember it off the. It's Monday, guys. We're tired. It's, it's hard to record a podcast on Monday. So. I think that shape is really iconic to Newman's. Yeah, and they moved away from it. And they, they kind of moved a little bit away from it, but then also like the new design doesn't really fit that shape that well. It kind of like is a circle inside of like a guitar pick is like the only way I could describe that shape. And so just to me, it's a little awkward to put that circular logo or-
1: this- And it's got like a really straight edge on the bottom sides of it, which is definitely odd and doesn't- I don't
0: know. I mean, I guess what I'm saying is I know. think this 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 system works better on like um Wait, no, they didn't change the shape of the bottle. No, the bottle's the same and the label is the same, but the new design doesn't fit the the the, the new design doesn't fit the old shape in the way that mm-hmm. I think it should. Like there's just something weird about it. It's like like the logo's not big enough in some ways. Like I just I, I'm just struggling the relationship between the two objects. And I know this is like getting really nerdy, but like the the way the the circular logo fits inside of the the guitar picked label is just awkward for me. I don't know, I can't yeah. describe it, it just doesn't fit. And I think they like it works much better on sort of like the salsas or the sort of pizza boxes and some of those other things. Yeah. But even on those things, there's just too much type around. Like there's the Newman's own and then the let's give it all away and then the like the the secondary package, like the hierarchy of it is like it's just a lot of shit on this package kind of competing for me in a way that I just I'm sorry, like it's just kind of I just ah it's 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 really close. And I like a lot of the instincts are right. Yeah. But it just isn't fully it's not celebrating this iconic brand in as a way as much as it is just like it just it just ran it through a modern thing, and even on the 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 the, the tomato sauces, like I just want to make that logo like thirty percent bigger. Classic, Alex. Twenty percent bigger. Yeah. Sorry,
1: I'm not really listening that much. I am <laughs> looking at um, Newman's Own salsa, where he has the big hat and mm. the big mustache, I, and it's probably I, I couldn't imagine it before, and I didn't look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I would say it's probably a
0: good thing that they're moving away from that. Yeah, I mean, I listen, I'm not saying it's, that uh, it's, you know, treacherous waters. It's probably best to not have Newman um uh personify or embody every single culture that they yeah. are um sort of uh, where the dressings come from. But <laughs> it did give it a lot of personality. I think losing that kind of I don't know, it just lost a lost it lost a little bit of its kind of magic for me. And I think if you are to update this brand and do it, I just don't think it celebrates its iconicness as much as it just kind of like feels like you got a new paint of a new a new layer of paint. Which I imagine is going to work. And again, like I have great admiration for Charlie Duckworth, I need to say this probably. They've done some incredible iconic work over the years. They're one of the best studios in the world at doing this type of work, mm-hmm. taking an iconic brand, simplifying it down. It's basically just take care and turn duckworth like they do this so so well coke amazon campbells little caesar's all of it like really great stuff like the little caesar's work rules like to me one of my favorite yeah it's good stuff design systems um so so good so i think um i hope all that makes sense but like i just think it's an iconic brand i think it needed an update i think they did a nice job with it but i don't know if it feels newman's you know, I just, sure. It, it feels like clean, good design. It feels it, like a new man. Feels like a new man, but I don't know if it makes me want to buy it anymore. I I, I miss the old man. <laughs> uh, Kevin, Art Basel. Yeah, we were there all week. Huge parties. You know, um, it was lit. It was lit. The 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 um Pharrell Hotel. Yeah, Strawberry Moon or whatever the <laughs> fuck. The Nylon Samsung party. Yeah, you we were there. It's cool. Sick. Um, But everyone is talking about one piece of art. And it's not a banana um, taped to a wall. It's an ATM machine.
1: Yeah. Banana tired ATM machine wired. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Remember that? That was like the biggest, craziest week in, you know. In In 2019. 2019. What a time to be alive. Ah. Remember that? Everyone's just like, oh my God, I'm going to tape my project or my package to the wall. Yeah. It was huge. Oh wow, yeah, I do remember that. Was, All the brands hopping on board. Yeah, it was crazy.
1: Yeah, good brands making ATM.
0: <laughs> yeah, so here's the story. Um this comes from Mischief. Um we've talked about Mischief. Good friends. Friends of the pod. Yeah. Um I think oh, the award season's coming up, Kevin, you know, the year-end awards, the uh the the Fronties. Oh yeah, shit, Yeah, We got not... Yeah, can't wait. Are you you know when we're doing that, right? Yeah, yeah. 100%, yeah. yeah. So, uh Frontie award winning uh studio Mischief. Um, they've been, they've been kind of, again, they've been pumping out stuff all year round. That's what they do. Sneakers this year, Gopstopper Jimmy Fallon edition, yep, who about yep. those, um, the wavy babies, the ones that mm-hmm. just like looked like vans and then just kind of like looked like they were, uh, you know, sort of put in the warp tool. Um, they have been making a little bit of a move in the art world. They had, sure, they, yeah. they, they had a, um, exhibit in Manhattan. I didn't go to it, but got some press and they were showing off some of their, Mischiefy stuff. Yeah. And this is um, their latest stunt. And it is a, it's called ATM leaderboard. And quite literally, it is a uh, literal, <laughs> a little, uh, you know, sort of a distillation of, of wealth flaunting. And that's because it's an ATM machine that was put inside of the Art Basel floor where you don't get any money from it. You put in your debit yeah. card and it, um has a leaderboard, and it basically shows uh, with a, both a photo and your debit information mm-hmm. how much money you have and and it has a leaderboard of all the people that are at Basel that put in their debit cards and uh to see who was the richest i yeah. guess or or who had the most amount of money in their in their in their account
1: that's pretty sick. I do like the idea um mm-hmm. but I also like to fantasize about people. At the top of the leaderboard, getting their identity stolen. Mm, yeah,
0: well, if anyone
1: can help me with that, just you know, yeah. you know where to find me.
0: So I thought the second I saw this, this felt like perfectly mischief. It's mm-hmm. like taking the idea of art Basel, these rich people showing off their, you know, their their Rolexes and their fucking uh, fancy sneakers and their fancy, you know, whatever um, Lamborghinis and shit. And so I think p- poking a little fun at that and sort of mm-hmm. having this sort of like. Oh, you guys all, you know, masquerading as rich. Like, show us how much money is in your fucking account. Yeah, just you want to go for it. And then, you know, I think the first couple of days it just was like, you know, I think it was it was just fun to see it start yeah. to spread a little bit. And then some guy had, um, he had two, like, almost three million dollars. And then Diplo came in yeah. one day last week and and won and and won. I thought he was particularly funny about it because he put his debit card and I think. He had just enough money to put him in the first slot, and then he kind of just damn like, that's crazy Probably, you he, know. he definitely he definitely saw what the number was at the top and like took money out of his whatever and put it into that account to just win by just enough
1: yeah, some of the more money savvy people in the studio we were talking about this um yeah. last week, and some of the more money savvy people were talking about how um Question: Questioning them. why they have that much money in their checking account in the first place. So yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, listen, I'm no financial analyst, but you can get a lot better interest on your money if you don't just have it sitting in your in your in your account. So if you have millions of dollars like this, it's pretty stupid for it to not make high interest sure yields. Yeah, I don't really know anything about finances, but yeah, clearly, clearly, I know what I'm talking about. Does that sound like yeah, I
1: Alex? Saying? If if we did this in the studio, who who would win? Um. clearly me
0: you know uh, if we
1: were to do this right now what uh what number would it say
0: oh in my personal like checking account it's funny like I, i i don't have a lot of money in my personal checking account and that's because all my money is in savings damn um no it's it's because like i personally don't think this is a this is like this you you don't put money like this in you you don't just have your money sitting in your accounts that makes no sense
1: yeah, I, I don't. It's definitely not me. No, definitely not I, you. I definitely don't have all my money in my checking account.
0: Yeah. So Diplo won. He won our Basel, and he was like celebrating the fact that he was, um, he was the champion, the winner of our Basel, which was very funny. Yeah. And then some guy pulled up, and he looked like just some stupid wealthy fucking uh, sort of uh, guy, and he he had like nine million dollars wow. or something like that. Good, Fuck Diplo. Yeah, he made Diplo look like a fucking chump. But then I think everyone was kind of like, it kind of went from like, oh, this is funny to like, fuck this guy. Who's this guy with $9 million in his account? Like, kind of felt kind of gross. Yeah. Fuck that guy. So I I hope his identity gets stolen. Yeah. I think it's kind of, you know, I guess that's the whole point, right? It's like, it's a statement of, you know. Yeah. It says a lot about society. Yeah. Yeah. So Diplo was the guy. He had three point, three point. Oh, four million dollars in nice. there, and then someone came along and th- someone came in with five million dollars, and then there's new winner that had nine point five million dollars in their account. So, um, nothing,
1: Kevin, nothing compared to
0: what Alex Center has, has in
1: his checking account. Oh,
0: dude, you want you want me look it up right now? You want to see what my leaderboard status would be? Sure. Please, please hold. In my in my uh, checking account. If I were to put it in right now. five. Damn, that's sick, bro. Oh, fuck. Damn. Flex. flex. Big yeah. flex alert. That's lit. I know, dude. I would fucking, I'd be in like 98th place. I'd yeah. Be crushing it,
1: dude. Nobody would talk to you at that party. Yeah, they'd be
0: like, oh, look at this broke boy. Yeah, I smell broke. I smell broke. Um, What do you think? Just funny?
1: Yeah, smart. I like it. I don't know. I. It's entertaining. I, they got a lot of good press from it. Um, which is what it's
0: designed to do. So mission yeah. success. Yeah, I didn't really hear much else from our Basel. Pretty sick. Um, Rudy just sent over an article. Literally as we're recording, Hot Pockets made cargo shorts with literal hot pockets. So you can a pair of cargo shorts with a sort of like hot sealed section. Cargos are back to keep your food warm. Cargos are back.
1: People've been wanting cargos to stay dead forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People've been shitting on them, but. They're back, baby. They're back better than ever. They got yeah. swag. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the they go perfectly with like a pair of new Balance 990s. Or, um, mm-hmm. same wave. And they're fucking back. Like let's just, let's give it up for t-
0: cargo shorts and pants. You see this?
1: Yeah, and that's a great idea. <laughs> that's a fantastic idea.
0: Yeah, what's with p- brands trying to make pockets? For, like last week I think we did the the um, Southern Comfort uh Drinking pants that had a yeah. pocket for shot glass. This week, cargo shorts with a hot pocket. The hot pocket's better, I'll say. Insulated pocket to keep your hot pocket toasty, no matter how low temperatures go. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, I guess if you're going skiing, right, you're on the sure. mountain, and you're like, oh, you know what? I want to make this hot pocket. But
1: yeah, you have wet pants, but a hot pocket. Damn,
0: dude, it's in, it's. I mean, this is this is. This is what we need. This is what the world needs, exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things the world needs, Ke- Kevin, uh, there's uh, uh, Cheetos has teamed up with Amazon <laughs> to launch the, a product, the collab of the century. Yeah, it's called the Cheeto Duster. It turns Cheetos into delicious dust. So, what what's the point of this? Um, it turns Cheetos
1: into delicious dust. Alex, <laughs> did you not just read what the, what I fucking wrote in there? Yeah, they but, wrote. But why do you need Cheeto dust? to top your food with
2: duh
0: oh you mean like to drop on like a nice piece of mac uh, and like, cheese like, uh, hot yeah, dogs yeah. cacio pepe and with a little uh, uh cheeto dust yeah whatever you fucking need flaming hot cheeto hot dogs okay so i'm on the website yeah, right now tons there's a bunch of recipes i didn't read through cheetos poutine list. cheetos mozzarella sticks cheetos hot uh donuts flaming hot turkey leg <laughs> listen good for good for them I mean listen.
1: I said this before. I love it when a brand I love it when a brand makes a recipe. And I mean listen. I'll stand by it. Um do we need this product? Absolutely not.
0: Um it looks kind of good though. I mean yeah, I will say they, I mean, like,
1: like, made me smile.
0: You know what? I will also say the website's pretty good here, you know, in terms of like the design. The copy's great. The copy's pretty good, dangerously cheesy details. Um, the the uh, mouse when you click it, it's actually a fingerprint mm-hmm. that has Cheetos on, uh, like sort of a Cheeto finger.
1: Yeah. Did you see that on the glass of the blender or on the plastic? Sorry.
0: Um, yeah. There is a
1: Cheeto fingerprint. Wow. There's a couple of Cheeto fingerprints actually.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah, sure. Nailed it. No, yeah. honestly. I mean, if you're going to do something like parody shit, like at least treat it like that. Like, yeah. it, It's all about tone. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're going to make some shit that no one needs. Yeah, at
1: least be self-aware
0: about yeah, be self-aware it. Yeah, be self-aware about it and go for it. And, I liked uh, um on the Amazon
1: page, there's a, like a review section. Mm-hmm. And I, I just found the names to be pretty funny. Like Cheesy Cheesy or... Yeah. Um, Shout out to fucking Cheetos. I mean, listen. Dusty something. Dusty Dusterson or... Fucking whatever the guy they called that guy.
0: I guess how many how many restaurants out there are doing like Cheeto dusted? Like
1: I'd say probably not
0: many. I think there are some though. Like there are definitely some that have like I'm saying not enough for like this product to be like valuable or important. But like I yeah. think you know I think I at mean ball I do parks a, and like I'll stuff do
1: like that. Che- yeah, but they're not doing that at fuck ballparks. Um, I'll do a I'll do a Cheeto dusted um mac and cheese. I yeah, feel like that
0: I mean, listen, I'm sure it's delicious. So yeah. I mean, especially hot Cheetos. Yeah, hot Cheetos. You throw that on a little fucking pasta. Yeah. Oh, Uh, maybe not pasta. Delicacy. What do you mean? I don't know. No, you're right. Um, Kevin, moving on. Uh, Coke is uh, teamed up with Parade to make a partnership. Cool. Yeah. America's favorite drink. On underwear, right? On underwear. What do you think? I mean, it was, I like it, I guess. Cool. Me too. Moving (laughs) on. Um, (laughs) I mean, to be honest, like, it's cool that, you know, Parade has done a couple of big partnerships, but not a ton. It's not like Kith where they do a different collaboration every single week with a different brand. Parade has been, I think, much more uh, conscious about what brands they collab with. They did one with Juicy. Mm -hmm. Um, Really?
1: They did one with Juicy?
0: Yeah, which I thought was pretty sick. Yeah,
1: damn. Like, direct competitors.
0: Yeah, but like Juicy Couture and they just like they made like uh, the logo out of like, uh, you know, sort of diamonds and shit. You know, oh, yeah. Name, absolutely. Like, Swarovski crystals. Like, nice. Um, so they haven't done a ton of partnerships. So to them to do one with Coke, which I think, yeah, famously does the kick. I was kind of shocked that
1: um, and I guess this is probably just working with Coke. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that Instagram caption of, or in the Instagram post you sent me, the caption said something about this has been like two years in the making.
0: I'm not shocked by that. I mean, uh, Coke moves slow and collaborations take time and product and photo shoots. And I mean, I guess like from the first conversation to like launch day. Yeah. I think sometimes take things things take time to develop. And then it's like, Coke, when is Coke going to launch this? Like, when does it make sense to put this out into the world? And I think it's cool. I think it's pretty good. I mean, I think Coke doing something with Parade, which is a relatively new brand and a brand that's like, a bit more on the cutting edge than 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 Coke is traditionally sort of. Yeah. Uh, I think it's cool. I think it's really rad. Um, Kevin, uh, we're going to talk about one final topic because we're going to do we're going to do um, some 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 ugly season sweater stuff right next, now next week. Okay, next week. Um, but before we get out of here, one more story and that's from Mountain Dew. They have a new limited edition flavor, holiday flavor called Fruitquake. Celebrate the season with a blast of artificial fruitcake flavor. <laughs> that's not what they said. It's <laughs> what it's.
1: I, that's right from the website. No. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: r- not from their website. No. It's
1: r- co- copy and paste directly from Mountain Dew's website. What is a fruitcake flavor? It's fruitcake. What's a fruitcake? F- you never had it during holiday season. No. This is a holiday story. This is a. Uh, this is naughty or nice. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, you should just stumbled your way into a naughty or nice segment. I well, I know.
0: What, what am I doing here? Oh man, uh, fruitcake <laughs> is a holiday food with a reputation of being dry, hard, and bland. Yeah, you don't. You've never had fruitcake? Your nope. grandma never made fruitcake? Uh, Kevin, I am. Uh, I'm part of the, uh, the 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 Jewish people. Um, I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. My I, grandma didn't make. I
1: think fruitcake transcends culture.
0: Yeah, and religion. Uh, I don't know. maybe i'll walk that back then i don't know what is this nuts spices and dried fruit oddball soda
1: yeah i mean they're like notoriously bad and like um pretty dry and almost like a brick um good i have very um vague early memories of my grandma making them and having them not be good they don't have the reputation for being good
0: okay i will say this one i have no 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 Uh, personal connection to this product. So therefore I'm not like particularly uh, enthused or excited about anything like that. Um, But I will say I continue to like the way that Mountain Dew is rolling out sort of limited edition flavors Mm -hmm. because they, they have this kind of weird and wild illustration style. And I feel like, I don't know, it just makes it exciting and interesting. It makes each flavor kind of feel pretty weird and kind of funky. And like, I don't know, these limited edition Mountain Dew flavors, I'm here for them. And I feel like they've been doing a good job with like ginger snaps. And now this year with the fruit cake, and like, I don't know, they just yeah. kind of have a weird funky style to them. And like, it feels pretty ownable and pretty distinct. And um, we're a design podcast. So I'm saying that I am not really necessarily dying to try the fruit quake flavor, um, but it's a pretty cool name and it's a pretty cool design. Yeah. Excellent. Name. Pretty, pretty rad.
1: I think the thing I appreciate about like a Mountain Dew flavor drop is that you know it's going to be like high octane mm-hmm. like they're not trying to make it healthy and they're like literally in the description it's a, a blast of artificial flavor. Yeah, lean in. That's I mean it's a shitty drink that isn't healthy for you, but you know that's what fucking soda is. When I see this, it makes me trust that this will probably taste good. Okay. Just because of the the unhealthy nature of Mountain Dew in the
0: first place. Kevin so, it's on the nice list. Kevin,
2: that's also nice
0: for me. Next week, we're going to do fucking tons of crazy holiday stories. Yeah, unless any other better stories come up. But, um, Kevin, this has been an honor, a blast, and this is why we don't record on Mondays. This is a good one. You're literally yawning. And no, I'm not. I have no idea what I just said into a microphone, so <laughs> please edit this and make it well, sound Well, you good. did. There was only that one thing. I talked about how much money was in my account. What a, this episode was a uh, a full on. What's faster. your PIN number, Kevin? <laughs> I'll see you next week.
1: I'm not. I'll put. I'm gonna. I'll bleep it out.
2: To ban me from the dark web i downloaded tour browser then got back in when they got a vpn just bought another band. i'ma keep searching these bitches on my site till i can slide up keep in search. this shit illegal but it's green i gotta get it in i paid five thousand for my fit i'm not fitting in if the bitch got dirty shoes, she not getting in. Bro can't move around with no straps, his case is still on pin. you can call me anything, we're broke, that's something i never been. I'm about to take your bitch to somewhere she ain't never been. You need to stop claiming the hood that you ain't never in. Niggas love running off of money, so I never leave. The hoes never ask you for no money, cause you always spend. The hoes never ask you for no money, you be bullshitting. You can ask your bitch about me, I'm a fool in it. I just bought a piece with $50 and got the fools with it. I'm about to buy a SRT and do the fool in I'm it. I'm trying to do $200. Up the freeway, I ain't got my permit I just bought some op pack, got a wood and burn it I feel it. like cheap Sosa, I can spend this money cause I earned it At first I ain't know how to swipe, I took my time and learned it Yo bitch was throwing the pussy at me, but I had to my curve it to. I made my first 10,000, took that and turned hey. it One day my bitch got mad at me, took my clothes and burned hey. them The government tried to ban me from the dark web I downloaded Tor browser, then got back in When they got a VPN, just bought another bin I'ma keep searching these bitches on my site till I can slide them in This shit illegal, but it's green I, mean, I gotta get it in i paid five thousand for my fit i'm not fitting in if the bitch got dirty shoes she not getting in bro can't move around with no straps this case is still on pin i should have got a gold medal the way i shoot my gun if you see me on the scene while i'm shooting you better duck and run Sliding no on niggas and shooting houses i do this shit for every fun. time i get another death threat i buy another gun i'm still doing credit card fraud i'm on the same run i'll pop you on your mans with the same gun my bitch keep telling instagram we broke up but we ain't done you trying to copy everything i do must want to be my fun